This episode of Freedom Revamped the Podcast was sponsored by Krakatoa Coffee Company. Krakatoa is a Black-owned coffee company that sells a variety of coffee roasts to satisfy every coffee drinker's palate. What you will get are satisfyingly rich, robust, and smooth coffee flavors. Their coffee comes in standard, espresso, whole bean, and single-serve cups. They also sell mugs in case you need something to drink their delicious coffee from, and they offer gift cards in several different denominations. So head on over to KrakatoaCC.com and follow them across the social medias at Krakatoa Coffee Company. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Revamp Podcast. My name is Deshaun Green and I am here with the lovely Imani Hunter. Imani, say hello to everyone. Hi everyone, how are you guys? So Imani, we are excited to have you here to discuss coping with fear. You had already joined Courtney via Instagram to have an IG live, which went phenomenal. And we would like to continue that conversation here on the platform. So if you just briefly give a little little description of who you are, what you do, and what it is you want the people to know about you. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Imani, and I also go by my ministry, Purposely Transforming, where I encourage people to just be intentional with God with every decision they are making with their life. I currently have a YouTube and podcast where I just use my voice to encourage people and be transparent about things I'm personally going through with my life or have been through in my life that have ultimately brought me closer to God and understanding my purpose. I love that, Imani. Um, So I am huge on transparency because I think it's a big, um, it's a really big deal within our current generation, the things that we see on social media. I mean, being very transparent so that others can see that they're not alone in certain circumstances. I'm very happy that you said that. Absolutely. So to kick things off, um, we always talk about the idea of practicing freedom. This is a concept that um, was introduced by our creator, Miss Courtney. So I would like to kind of ask you first, how do you define freedom? I think for me, I define freedom as how I see myself in my life being the way that the Lord sees it. Like, I know that sounds so churchy, but like, honestly, I feel the most free when I have clarity on who I am and what's happening in my life. I would agree. There is a lot of freedom. Um, in Jesus. I personally, I mean, agreeing with you with the sounding church, but it's honest. Um, and it's a very, it's a very real thing. I, I told Courtney when we first discussed the idea of practicing freedom that I feel like the most freedom I've ever felt has been spiritually. Yeah. Um, really been in a lot of other realms. Um, you kind of, it's all ongoing practice with those things. So to segue, um, how do you go about practicing freedom on a daily basis? I think for me on a daily basis, I practice freedom by coming out of agreement with a lot of my own self-doubt or things other people may have said or just things you grab along the way from social media. Like, you know, I just try my best to really, you know, gain clarity. Rather, I'm starting my day with a devotion, listening to my favorite song, praying, um, talking to people who I know know me, who I know can encourage me if I'm not feeling my best self. I feel like those are the ways I practice freedom is just taking taking a moment to stop and clear my mind. <laughs> I agree. That's so important, um, especially right now with um, COVID-19 and all that it has caused. Yes. <laughs> Over this, the course of the year, I definitely feel like it took it took me taking the time to really self-reflect and to um, allow myself to make mistakes and things like that in this time frame and allow myself to relax, to, um, to make it through. 
Because <laughs> it's, it's definitely been a rough time period. So I'm excited to go ahead and dive into this conversation. I love what you spoke about with Courtney in regards to coping with fear. Um, and I think the first thing that I want to um, discuss and answer for the viewer is, is how do you identify fear? I think for me with fear, it's anything that makes me stagnant, anything that makes me hesitant, I identify it as fear. Um, when I think of fear, I just think of like, when I think of fear, I think of the opposite of freedom, <laughs> actually. Um, so I think of like bondage. I think of like being in this small corner in a big room. Like when I think of fear, I think of myself being in this corner that I could be taking up space in a fuller room, but I'm just in this corner. Like that's how I always picture myself with dealing with fear. Um, so, yeah, I don't really know how to like give it one specific definition besides bondage. I would agree. I think for me, um, I identify fears um, the same way. They definitely are like links on the shackles that kind of keep us bound on a daily basis. Sometimes yeah. we fear success. Sometimes we fear our, our own selves, our potential, and that sometimes sets us back. Um, so identifying those things, like, honestly, I think in the past couple of years, comparison has been a huge thing. Coming fresh out of college, there was this whole... I want it, I want to go there to get my master's, but maybe that's not for me. And then comparing yeah. myself, watching others who've already done it or just getting older and everyone's getting married and having kids and feeling like, okay, when is my time? Um, all of those things are like this fear of this biological time. Like this is, this is the time frame I'm supposed to have everything done and not having everything done then. And you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. When you brought up fear of success, I, I thought of fear of failure. That's been my thing. Oh, like. Yes. I become so hesitant to like do something that I know God is telling me to do because I'm like, but what if I do it wrong? Even though he said it, what if I'm doing it wrong? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it definitely is a, it's a two-sided coin. So there's this idea of like um, the fear of success is like what comes with it. There's a lot of responsibility yeah. that comes with obtaining success, but the responsibility of working hard enough to get to success and people fear that. So like going back to the fear of failure, like, am I ready for this? Like, you yes. know, that question, do I deserve this? Like there's lots of fear that comes into play there. Um, yes. I also kind of want to know, since we talked about like identifying those fears, when you do identify them, how do you go about like combating them? What are some things that you do to actively say, like, I'm, I'm going to get rid of this fear or I'm going to stand against this fear? It's interesting that you say that. I think for me during this pandemic, there were like a lot of fresh ideas that came to me. Like, like I was saying that I was very afraid to step out and do. And I think one of the biggest things that I found to do with fear is like, do the very thing that I'm scared to do. Like do whatever I have to do to push myself to do it, no matter how uncomfortable it is. And, um, also, like, going back to what I was saying of practicing freedom, like, just coming out of agreement with whatever lie has attached itself to that feeling of fear. So, like, you know, convincing myself that I've already failed before I started, like, that's not the truth. It's literally just what I'm feeling. It's a thought that I don't have to agree with. So I would say, like, that's literally what I've been doing. I talk to myself a lot, obviously, to whoever's listening. They're like, so she really talks to herself. I do. <laughs> I actually really do. <laughs> Me too. <Yeah>. Me too. <laughs> Yes. I think for um to kind of go back onto the idea of like practicing freedom and speaking against those um things that bind us or that cause us fear. I think the the hardest part, because it's easier said than done, Absolutely. is looking 
looking at those fears and admitting that you have them. Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of people hit the wall with that. They don't want to, they don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit I actually do have a fear here. I am concerned about trying this and possibly failing. Um, Because for me, and I talked about this when I met with Tony, she's on another episode. And I was telling her like, there's this sense of like, when I was in school, everything was structured. I knew that all I had to do was get good grades and, you know, make it to graduation and everything was all together. And I really didn't have fears of adulthood because I didn't really know what to expect. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's another thing that I want to talk about to kind of segue. Fear is this idea that we are expecting, it's negative expectations. Yeah. Like a way to flip it. So like when you look at fears, it's negative, expecting something negative out of a situation. So like, People who are afraid of dogs, it's because they're expecting that dog to attack them or bite them, whatever the case may be. What yeah. do you think are some things that we are we expect that cause those fears? Um, I think that for me, when I'm going back to the whole thing and I'm gonna fail, um, I think for me it goes back to when I did fail at something. Um, maybe that not God told me to do, but maybe it could have just been something that I was trying to do and I can remember like not doing it the right way. And I think it actually came from um, doing a singing competition when I was younger for church. And I, when I say I bombed, I mean, like, I did terrible. And I guess that kind of sticks in the back of my head in ways that I don't know all the time. But it's like thinking that I'm going to do bad because I've done something bad before or I've done something wrong before. And so it's like breaking that expectation, like you were saying, and expecting that I can do something different than what I've done before. Um and yeah, that's been something that I'm putting into practice and something that I I journal a lot, by the way. So I've been able to like unpack like what things are rooted where, like where did it come from, where did it start? And I think I think that our expectations are from what we've ever known. And so when you're doing something that you start to feel fear about, it's because you're most likely doing something that you don't really know is on the other side of it. And to be over here right now, you know, you know everything about it. All, everything's familiar. And so pushing yourself to do what's uncomfortable or unknown is uncomfortable. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, there's definitely discomfort and fear. And I think that's the the hardest part about it. We yeah, want to yeah. be comfortable. Like it's human to want to be comfortable. There's no, like no one's like waking up in the morning like, oh, today I want to be uncomfortable. Yes. (laughs) Nobody has that mindset. Everybody wants to be comfortable. So um, pushing up against those fears is a little discomforting. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's cringy because it's something different. Like you mentioned, I love that you mentioned um, it being something different because sometimes we are so used to doing something a certain type of way that when another way introduces itself, we do get a little fearful. And sometimes that keeps us from doing what it is that we're supposed to be doing. I love Absolutely. that. I love that your ministry is called purposely transforming because there's something so important about um, letting purpose be the root of everything. Like yes. not doing what you want to do, not doing what you think you should do, but doing what you were purposed to do. Um, yeah. So do you believe that there's a little less fear when you've established what your purpose is? Oh, I want to say yes, but from experience, I think the more you discover about your purpose, I think the more uncomfortable you become. And you would think it would be the opposite, but for me, it seems like I get more and more uncomfortable because I start to realize how these are not things I can ever really be accomplishing on my own. Like, it really is 
God doing things through us in this earth. And so sometimes it can just be a little intimidating. Um, even if it's something that seems to flow so naturally, the effect that you want it to have, the influence that you want, whatever you're doing to have, starts to become uncomfortable because it's kind of like this false pressure, I guess you can put on yourself. So I don't know. Like, I want to say you should. You should be. But I would say it's never the case. I would say it's never the case. <laughs> I, 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 I totally agree. I think that when God shows you your purpose, there's this fear that, like, is this it? Like, yeah. Is, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, God yeah. is... Because, you know, he's not giving us a billboard that says, hey, Deshaun, your purpose is this. Um, I feel like he's shown me my purpose. Um, I'm an actress, and I feel like he's um, truly shown me my purpose and confirmed that in everything that I do um, or any opportunities that come in acting. And that's been something that's been really helpful. My fear now is now that I know that I'm supposed to be um, acting, what is it that he wants? What is it he wants me to do within yeah. that? So um, the way that I cope with that is just constantly praying for clarity, like right. in whichever way, like I know how me and God communicate. So, hey, hey, God, can you speak to me or, you know, give me a sign um, in that meditation time or time that I'm journaling, like continue to speak to me so that I have clarity on what it is I'm supposed to be doing or what my next steps are supposed to be. You mentioned too, like, you know, your purpose and now there's a little bit more fear because like you said, it's like, I have to be successful at this. I can't mess up almost. I think that when God shows you your purpose, that he is not intending for you to be afraid of it because he wants you to lean on him through it. Yeah. But I think that we fear our purpose because we are trying to figure out how to obtain it ourselves. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. And that and that's kind of what I was saying with the false pressure we apply to ourselves. Like going back to that false pressure is this pressure you put on yourself to accomplish something alone that you're not accomplishing alone. So mm-hmm. I would say like going back to what you were saying as you're praying for as you're praying for clarity on who God says you are and how he wants you to do it he also gives you like this confidence through him to start doing it and I feel like the more you you know you go to him for whatever you need to accomplish whatever you're doing the less I would say you feel fear because you start to realize that it's not even something that you have to put as much um I don't want to say as much effort into, but it's not, you don't have as much pressure as you, as you put on yourself to accomplish whatever it is you're doing. You start to really like give that pressure to God. Like, okay, God, you got it. You handle it. Like you're doing this and I'm just here. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to do whatever you want. So yeah, I guess like the more you surrender, I would say the less fear is controlling you. That's definitely it. The surrender because we always make the joke of Jesus take the wheel, but we never yeah. let him drive. That so part. <laughs> I always say that. I'm like, everybody's like, Jesus take the wheel, but you still got your hands on the wheel and the gas. Like, let him do it. Right. Um, so I think that that's, that's one of the biggest things that we have to work on is truly, um, like you said, surrendering um, all control to him. All let, of it. Let him, take, let, him, let him take control. So as we close, um, I guess... What I would like to leave our listeners with, um, I would like to leave our listeners with tools for coping with fear. So what are some tools that you would like to share or one solid tool that you think would be useful to um, someone who is coping with fear? Um, Going back to what I was saying, journal. I would say journal. Um, Write down all the thoughts you're having. And something that I've learned to do is 
once again, this is something spiritual slash practical, but you go to the Bible and you literally find a truth against the lie that you wrote. So I literally do it. Like if I, if I'm saying like, oh, I'm not capable of doing X, Y, and Z, like I go to a scripture and this scripture has made what I wrote down a lie. And now I have truth to put down next to it, to go back and pray about or just speak over myself. So just like the words of affirmation, um, which is kind of like what our generation is about right now, but but making sure that you're affirming yourself with the word of God and not just, you know, your own thoughts, but making sure you have more of God to back it up. Because sometimes it's easy to convince ourselves otherwise, but it's it's hard to change the word from what it actually says. So. I would agree. I think my tool would be similar. Um, I do a lot of journaling, but I do it for the purpose of self-reflection. Yeah. So as you're journaling and writing these things down, like you mentioned, I then go back and look at those things and like face them head on. Like there's a lot of things that you find out about yourself that you don't like when you write it, when you write it down, you're like, oh, wow, I Absolutely. really am. I don't like this or I fear this. I don't like that. What can I do to change it? So I think self-reflection is a strong tool against coping with fear because one, you can identify your fears. Um, and then two, like you said, like, I love that you use that um, as your coping me- mechanism, finding the truth to combat the lie. That's beautiful, wonderfully said. Yeah. Um, but you write those things down, those fears, and then you find something to oppose it. Like, what can I do um, to combat whatever this feeling is? So I love that you mentioned that. I like what you said too about self-reflection because another way that you could do self-reflection is seeing like what you feared maybe last year that you may have overcame and then you're able to look back and be like so then this thing I'm fearing right now is something that I can get past too and I feel like that's why I love journaling because you're able to look back at like old thoughts and just like see your own growth even though other people can tell you that you've grown to see your own thoughts and things you used to think about yourself and how you don't think those things now or see your life the same way. I think that's, yeah. Journaling is therapeutic. <laughs> it is. Oh, most definitely. And it's so rewarding because like you said, you can, um, I think that there's beauty in rewarding yourself for the things that you've overcome because so often we get caught up in the current struggle, the current trial that we forget that we've overcome before. Um, one of my yeah. favorite scriptures is when Jesus says, take heart for I've overcome the world. Like, literally if he could overcome the world so can we so every little thing that we think is the end of the world now is not going to be the end of the world next year like you mentioned so um that reflection is one of my favorite things to do and i definitely recommend it so as close i want to thank you so much imani because you have dropped some gems tonight um and i just want you to share with everyone who you are what you're doing and what you have coming up Um, just so that they can follow you on all social media platforms and how can they stay abreast to what you're doing? Awesome. Well, thank you guys for having me yet again. Um, I really do appreciate it and I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, You can guys can find me um, at Imani D Hunter on Instagram. I really do a lot on Instagram in terms of like updates of things I would have coming up with my podcast, latest podcast episode. Um, I also do IG live series um every now and then but I always will write or post ahead of time for people to know I'm also Imani D Hunter on Facebook and I also have a purposely transforming Facebook page Twitter I am at Imani D Hunter and if anyone wants to collab or do anything in the future my email is purposely transforming at gmail.com and then last but not least I have a podcast called Purposely Transforming, and I usually upload every Tuesday, and that can be found on Apple, Spotify, Google, all of them. So thank you guys so much again.
No, thank you and everyone. I know you heard all of those lovely ways to follow her. Please stay abreast of what she's doing. We love what she's doing. That's why we have her here on the podcast. Go listen to her podcast after you listen to this one. Make sure you're subscribed, liking, commenting, all that good stuff. And continue to practice freedom. Have a good night. Have a good night.